This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am so excited to be back with you for another podcast episode. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing fantastic. I am doing fantastic. Things are going well right now at the moment, right? Life is always moving. (laughs) And so I am just being really present to the wonderful weather. I love fall weather. I'm being present to fun times with my family and just all of the blessings that I get to experience right now. I hope that you will just take a moment to do the same. Today, we are going to be talking about how to stop doubting your marriage. This episode is so good. (laughs) I have set some content for you that really by the end of this episode, you will be able to step into certainty and create a sense of stability and safety as it relates to your marriage. You will walk away from this episode feeling confident and knowing exactly what to do in the next few weeks, in the next few months, throughout the rest of the year. So if you are doubting your marriage or any part of what is going on with your marriage, this for sure is an episode that is going to help you tremendously. As I thought about this episode and also the fact that my husband and I recently celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary, which is also something that happened in the list of things I promised to loop back around with you about from my August podcast, we celebrated 10 years and I will talk more about that, but What I thought about was in those 10 years of being married, there were times I doubted the marriage. There were times he may have doubted the marriage. And I offer that to you because doubt is an experience that you have based on how you are thinking. And so if you have doubtful thoughts, you will experience doubt in your marriage. You will question it. You will be uncertain about it. And so we are going to be diving into this topic, why it happens, what it looks like, and how to create the certainty that you want to be experiencing in order for you to love your marriage. 
that is the title of this podcast, right? The whole podcast is about getting to a place of loving your marriage and being able to do that requires that you don't doubt your marriage. Why does it happen, right? Why do we doubt something that we vowed to never doubt, right? Like when you said your vows, you were committing to loving your partner, to being all in in the marriage, no matter what. Good times and bad times, sickness and in health, right? Till death do you part. Yet, many people find themselves in a place of doubt. I believe that it happens because first there's a mismatch between what we want and expect and what we are actually getting. Everybody enters marriage with expectations. And when those expectations are not met, and especially when they are very important expectations to you, It can lead you to question, was this a good decision? I'm not experiencing what I wanted. This isn't playing itself out the way that I thought it would. Was this a good decision? Maybe I made a wrong choice. Maybe I shouldn't keep choosing this marriage because it's not meeting my expectations. Very normal thing for the human brain to do. Other reasons why doubt happens is we have a tendency to define the future based on what's happened in the past. And usually it's based on the worst of what's happened in the past, right? So if you take yourself and you think about the future of your marriage, right? Think about next year, this time next year, what are you expecting? Think about this time two years from now, three years, five years into the future. Nine times out of 10, the answer that you come up with for what is possible in the future is based on what has happened in the past. So you may be telling yourself things like, well, my partner isn't really going to change. It's probably going to be the same. Or I'm not sure that maybe we will be together in a year from now or five years from now, if things don't change, right? That's something that I hear a lot. And so you're making the future possibility contingent on what's happened in the past. So you want to just notice if that's what you're doing. Other reasons doubt happens is there's a lack of belief in our spouse, ourselves, and even God, right? There's a lack of belief. You're looking at your spouse thinking they're never going to change. They're always going to be like this. Like nothing is really going to be different. You're looking at yourself thinking, I'm always going to feel this way. I'm never going to be able to get over this issue, right? Or you're looking at God thinking, God is not answering me. God is silent here. God is not moving things in the direction that I think they should go. Again, just notice if that's what's creating the doubt for you. Is it lack of belief in your spouse, yourself, or God? Other reasons doubt happens is people stay stuck with the same issues for what is considered, quote unquote, too long, right? Now, you get to decide what too long is for you to be stuck 
in any issue, right? For some people, too long might be two weeks. <laughs> For other people, too long might be 20 years, right? I've had clients who've been married for decades and have been struggling with the same issues for decades, right? So when you are stuck in the same place for too long, of course you're going to doubt that things could be better. Other reasons include you can't actually imagine something better, right? If I were to ask you, like, what would a dream marriage look like for you with your spouse? Some of you might answer that question and be like, I have no idea because you don't even believe that it's possible. You have no vision of what is possible. So of course, if you don't even, you know, have the capacity to imagine something better, you're going to continue to doubt what you have and to doubt if it's a good match for you because your brain isn't even thinking about what it could be, right? So just notice that. And then the last thing that I'll offer in terms of why doubt happens is Many times people experience doubt because they don't have the tools and the know-how to get themselves unstuck, right? So it's like, I don't really think things are going to get better. I'm not sure if this marriage is really ever going to be happy or ever going to be what I want it to be or ever going to really thrive the way that I want it to. That comes when you don't actually know what to do, right? But if you have a plan that has been proven to work, For other people in the same similar situations that you are in, then you'll have confidence that, oh, maybe this could work for me too. If it worked for them, maybe it could work for me too. That's a question I sometimes get asked when I'm talking to people. They're like, well, have you had other clients have the same situation? I'm like, absolutely. And here's what happened for them. It can happen for you too. Right? So... We know why it happens, right? And hopefully you've been able to see yourself in some of those examples. I want to paint a picture of what it looks like to live in doubt mentality in your marriage, right? So when you're in this very frequent state of doubting the marriage, you're in doubt mentality. It's a belief system, right? It's a way of thinking that is repeated and reinforced over and over and over and over again. So when you are in doubt mentality, you are looking for an out, right? You have conversations in your head of like, well, if this doesn't work out, this is what I'll do, right? I'll have this money set over here. We'll move over there, right? You're looking for an out. You're like actively planning in your head what you're gonna do if this situation with your current spouse doesn't work out, right? It also looks like threatening to leave, right? So many people throw around language like, I'm out. I've had enough. I can't do this anymore. This is over. It's not working, right? Now, maybe you're thinking that. Maybe you've actually said it. That is being in doubt mentality when you're threatening to leave, voicing a desire to leave. Other ways that this might show up for you is you're uncomfortable planning for the future, right? Like buying a house in a few years, uh, I don't know, because I don't know if we'll be together. Planning for financial decisions, right? 
savings accounts and trusts and all of those things, estate planning, right? Uh, I don't want to have those conversations because I'm not really sure that we'll be together, right? Just notice if that's how this might be showing up for you. Other ways you might entertain and be in doubt mentality is you begin to sort of spend time thinking about what a different marriage would look like for you. Like if you had a different partner, maybe you get this a lot when you scroll on social media, right? You're looking at everyone else and you're like, man, if my marriage was like that, or if I had a partner like that, right? You're usually thinking that and not thinking your current partner could be a partner like that, right? You're also really focused on how it won't work or what's already not worked or how your spouse is just not going to change, right? So you're just in this doubt mentality where it's like, nope, that's not going to work. We tried that. Didn't really work for us. Nope, my partner is not going to do that. That's just not going to work, right? You also magnify your steps backwards, right? In this constant state of feeling like you're not making enough progress. Sometimes my clients get into this place where they're like, we had a big argument and now I feel like we're back to square one, or we took so many steps backward, or we're not making enough progress, right? That is just your brain trying to confirm the doubt that it wants to believe. Because there is no actual going backward in a marriage. You are always moving forward, especially if you're coaching with me. (laughs) You are always moving forward. You are always learning. You are always gathering data that's going to help you navigate the next situation 10 times better. So much of the learning comes in hindsight where my clients bring to me the latest argument that they had, for example, and we deconstruct it, we evaluate it, we look deep inside. What was going on for you? What was going on for your partner? Where could you have done things differently? What could you have been thinking differently? And it's that learning over and over again when you reflect on these bumps in the road that help you get ahead of them so that in a month or so, They're not happening. You're not still having the same conversations, right? And another signal or indication of doubt mentality is when you're waiting for your spouse to do or say something before you take action and start showing up as your best. It's kind of like this wait and see approach where it's like, well, if this is going to work, like they have to do this. So I'm not going to do anything until they start changing, right? So you're just sitting there waiting, but while you're waiting, you're still in doubt because the only reason you're waiting and not acting as your best is because you don't believe your partner is gonna act as their best. Only reason, right? So doubt in a marriage is the opposite of certainty and stability. And if there's anything marriage is designed to provide, it is certainty and stability. That is what distinguishes it from any regular dating relationship. You're certain that this is the person you have selected for the rest of your life. Your 
partnership, your union, your covenant is forever as long as you both are alive. And doubt is forgetting all of that. So I want to move into talking about certainty and why it's essential to get you out of this doubt mentality. And I actually want to start with just thinking about things that you are certain about already in your life. Things that you know for sure are happening, exist, are part of your experience, and that those things add value to your life. Like they actually make your life better, right? So some examples are where you live. Having certainty about where you live adds value to your life, right? You feel stable. You know where to go. You know what to expect in your own home, right? So where you live is something that you probably feel pretty certain about. Where you work may also be something you feel pretty certain about. Maybe you're in a place right now where you're teleworking. Or maybe you're actually going back into the office, but like where the building is, what the Zoom link is, is pretty clear to you. It's certain, right? You probably also feel certain about the fact that you're a parent, right? Like, you know what your responsibilities are as a parent. You're supposed to feed your children, care for them. Make sure they're safe. Make sure they're going to school if they're a certain age or being homeschooled if that's what is happening for you, right? You know what is expected. The most basic fundamental elements of being a parent, you're certain about that. You are also probably certain about plans on your calendar, right? So like when your birthday is, when your child's birthday is, you know that that is certain, right? And I just want you to think about the ease that comes from like, oh, on this day, I'm doing this thing. You sort of build your life around it. You plan for it. You prepare for it. You make sure that you are available and positioned to do the thing that you said you were doing. That's in your calendar, in pen, not pencil, right? That's confirmed, a confirmed meeting, a confirmed outing, a confirmed trip, You know what to do because that thing happening is certain. Other things that sometimes we take for granted that we're certain about, hot water, electricity, food in the refrigerator, clothes in your closet. These things we're pretty certain about. And we're also pretty certain about social media, (laughs) right? If you want to go to Facebook, you're pretty certain Facebook is going to be there and available to you. If you want to go to IG, it's there. It's always on. You don't have to question like, is it working today? Right? So I want you to just think about these regular sort of like comical and just everyday things that we're certain about and the value that we get from being certain about those things. Right? When you are certain about things, you know what to expect and you know what to do. You just fall in line 
because you know, there's no questioning it. There's no vacillating and going back and forth. It's like, no, this is where I work. This is the meeting that I have for today. This is what I'm doing as a parent, right? You just know. And when you know what to expect and you know what to do, it frees up your mind to focus on other things. That means you get to live your life at a higher level. I want you to think about what would it be like if you weren't certain about where you lived, where you worked, your food, your water, your electricity. If you were not certain about those things, how would you be living your life? What would be consuming your mind? Those things, right? And because you don't have to worry about that, You're free to think about other things. You're free to listen to a podcast like this and invest some time and attention into your marriage because you're not worried about, is the hot water going to come on? Will you have electricity when you go home, right? So when you're certain about things, it frees up your mind, your focus, your attention, and your energy to other things. You can live and operate at a higher, more abundant more joyful level of life. So I want to bring this home to thinking about the value of having certainty in your marriage. What would that mean to you to be sure, to be confident, to be certain? I find That when you are certain about your marriage and you're not in the space of doubt, you have one focus and one focus only. And that is how is what you are thinking, feeling, and doing leading you to create what you want. When the finish line is clear, you can put all of your energy, all of your focus, all of your effort towards meeting that goal. So knowing what you want in your marriage is part of how you get out of doubt mentality. What also happens when you are certain in your marriage is problems are put in their proper context, right? So if you have a disagreement or if you're not on the same page about something, the whole marriage doesn't fall apart. You just know like, well, listen, Problems are part of it. It's not a problem that we have issues because this marriage is certain. And so because the marriage is certain, any problems that we have, there is a solution. There is a way to work around it or with it or through it. And so your problems are not those huge boulders that make you feel like your marriage isn't going to work. It's like, no, of course the marriage is working because I'm certain of that. We just got to navigate this one little aspect or this one big aspect even. Right? You also have more energy to solve issues rather than your issues causing you to vacillate. Right? So when you're certain, your energy goes to solving the problem, not creating this you know, rocky foundation where you're going back and forth. Well, like, well, now we have this issue. Should we stay together or should we not stay together? No, you just eliminate that part of the conversation. Now we have this issue. How are we going to solve it? Right? 
And here's what I also want to offer you. That certainty is contagious. When you are confident and certain about something, you emit the energy of confidence and certainty and other people pick up on that. So for many of my clients that maybe when they first come to me, they are sort of vacillating. Their partner knows. Their partner knows that one foot is in and one foot is out. And I want you to think about if you are in this doubtful place, what must it be like for your partner to be married to someone who isn't all in? But when you're certain, that certainty gives rise to more certainty. And so if you decide and commit, nope, I'm all in, I'm certain, you give permission for your partner to do the same. Here's what you have to know. Certainty comes from your decision to think a certain way. It does not come from the external circumstances. It does not come from what your partner said or how they said it or when they did it or what they're doing. Certainty comes from your decision to think a certain way. Here are five certain thoughts that you can borrow. I am clear. I know exactly what to do. I have a specific goal here. I am committed. I've already decided. I am clear. I know exactly what to do. I have a specific goal here. I am committed. I've already decided. That last one, I've already decided, is worth a million bucks. I've already decided. I've already decided that this is the person I'm committed to. Just allow that to be your truth, right? So I want to leave you with five quick steps for how to do this work. You have to do the mindset work first. You absolutely have to do that, right? So in getting out of doubt mentality and stepping into certainty, you have to decide what you want to be certain about. For some of you, that may be Deciding that you're certain that you're staying or you're leaving. It might also be that you're certain about the time frame for which you're going to put in all in effort, right? Like I'm going to be all in on this marriage for the next year. And then you go all in. Sometimes that's where you have to start, right? You can also be certain about your personal goals and what you're willing to do to make things better. I'm certain that I am working on this. I'm certain that I am going to be responsible for how I show up, right? You can be certain about that. The second thing is you want to love your reasons and take responsibility for them. So whatever you've decided that you want to be certain about, you want to ask yourself why. Why do you want to be certain about that? Why is that the decision that you've made? And you want to love the reasons that you come up with. These have to be internally driven, your reasons from your internal motivation. Number three is you're going to look for evidence to support the certainty, right? So if you've decided you're saying you're only looking at all of the evidence for why this was a great decision. Yep, I'm saying because 
of this. I want to keep my family together and I want a happy, healthy environment for my children with both parents in the home. Yep. You're looking for evidence of that, how that is actually happening, how that is actually playing itself out daily. You want to build your belief by looking for concrete evidence of the thing that you decided about. Number four, you want to remind yourself of your decision. This was a funny one because we're working through doubt. And I want you to know that doubt will still creep in. But because doubt is just what you think about, you have the opportunity to always redirect yourself, okay? So the doubt is going to keep trying to knock on the door. You're just going to remind yourself of your decision. Oh, no, I've already decided. I'm clear. I know exactly what to do, okay? And then number five is you're going to stay focused on what you want most, Not the current reality, but what you are working towards, what you are building, what you are certain that you want. You're going to stay focused on that. You're not going to let things throw you off course, right? So there you have it. How to stop doubting your marriage. Here's something else you can also be certain about is that the Better Together virtual couples event will be the most valuable use of your time in service of the marriage you want to be certain about. This is an experience that will help you and your spouse ground yourself in the marriage that you both want because you both want the same thing. There may be a lot of barriers in the way for each of you right now, but you both want the same thing to be happy together for your marriage to stay together, and to thrive. That is why you got married in the first place. And so if you have not already registered, I want to encourage you to do that right now. You have to be at this event, Better Together Couples event. It is virtual. It is absolutely free. It is October 22nd and 23rd. You can find out all the details and register on my website, drshavon.com. There is a button, Better Together Couples Event. I would love to see you there. All right, that's it for this episode. I will be back with you next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.